Matthew chapter number 12, let's read verse number six. But I say unto you that in this place is one greater than the temple. Verse number 38, then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. That's a different story from what we studied this morning where the Greeks wanted just to see him and not to see a sign. They were satisfied with him, but not this crowd. They had to have a sign. He answered and said unto them, an evil and an adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, but there is no sign to be given to it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the well's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation because they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, a greater than Jonas is here. The queen of the south shall rise up in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. Father, help me help these people. Pray you bless us tonight. Thank you for the good spirit this morning and even tonight in the services. Lord, you know my heart. I'm doing my best to mind you and follow your leadership Lord, I pray that you give me wisdom and liberty and leadership spiritually, mentally, physically. Help me, Lord. I need power to preach, not power to perform. Lord, I pray you'd take and make preaching what it ought to be tonight. Pray that you bless the Bible Baptist Church. Pastor Grabley, fill them, anoint them, and do them, add to them. Lord, I pray that always be an outpouring of the Spirit of God in this place with 12 together in unity. Nobody would grieve you, nobody would quench you. Lord, I pray you'd send in young men, save them, call them to preach, fill them with the Holy Ghost. And Lord, I pray the dead come very soon. We're the ministry of the Bible Baptist Church. The sun would never set on it. We'll bless you and praise you. Help us tonight. And we'll bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You can be seated. Matthew is a wonderful book, slap full of truth. You'll find out that one of the main things to be said about the book of Matthew is God with us. Matthew chapter number one, they said they call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Chapter number 28, He's leaving his disciples and the Holy Ghost is on his way. He said, lo, I am with you all way, even unto the end of the earth. You'll find out that the main theme as I believe it to be tonight in the book of Matthew would be that of the presence of God. And God is reminding us that he is with us. He has been there, he is here, and he will be there when we get there. If you're a child of God, make your bed in hell and you'll find God there. There won't be one place uh, that you'll ever find yourself uh, being that where God is not with us. Now, there may be times when we don't sense his manifested presence, but God is with us. God is with us tonight. His presence is here. And it's an awesome, awesome reality to know that God is with his people. But God, in the book of Matthew, pert near halfway through it, 
wants us to be reminded that God is here. He told them in verse six, a greater than the temple is here. Then he goes on to say, a greater than Solomon is here. Then he goes on to say, a greater than Jonas is here. Amen. And I really don't have a title. I guess I could I preach on how great thou art tonight. But there's one thing about the presence of God that we'd emphasize tonight and that would be the greatness of God. Amen to God. There's nobody as good as he is. There's nobody as great as he is. He said there's one greater than the temple. Why was he greater than the temple other than the fact that he was Jesus? Because his temple was a whole lot better than the one they were standing in. He said you tear this temple down and in three days I'll raise it again. He said I've got power to take my life. I've got the power to lay my life down rather and I've got power to bring it back. He's greater than the the temple because he's got power of resurrection He's greater than Jonah because he's the one that gave Jonah the message to begin with. Isn't that the way it is, men of God? All we're doing is preaching what Jesus told us to. It ain't my message, it ain't yours. It's a message from a lamb that's fairer than day. He's greater than Jonah's. Then he said, a greater than Solomon is here. Why is he greater than Solomon? Because all the wisdom Solomon had, he got it from one place, and that was from Jesus himself. Well, if you'll study this Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you want to know who and what wisdom is personified? His name is Jesus Christ. You want wisdom, then you get close to Jesus and you'll get wisdom. Amen, thank God for that. Greater is here. Amen, well, first of all tonight, he's greater by far. He'll go the distance. Amen to God, there ain't no distance that God won't go from me and you. I think about the distance he went in saving us by the grace of God. How that one day God the Father looked over at God the Son and told him it's time. And he got up and took his royal robe off and his royal crown and he placed it on the throne that he'd been seated on from eternity past of that time. And God the Holy Ghost shrunk him up in the size of a seed. I put him on a little cloud, carried him to the womb of the virgin Mary placed him in that womb and for nine months he stayed in that womb thank God she gave birth to the God man I've got a question for you tonight I don't see how in the world they got all that God in that little old girl up with that girl blowing up but she did it it was the grace of God and look at the difference he left glory came all the way to here He's greater by far. He'll go the distance then. He lived his first 12 years. Amen. Before he said a word, I guess it was recorded. Thank God he astonished the doctors and the lawyers and the scribes and the Pharisees. Lived on till he was 30 years old, began his public ministry and the distance all the way from glory down to earth. Thank God that he took an old rugged cross, carried it up, Golgotha's dry parts hillside at the place of the skull, that place that God had predestined from before the foundation of the world that his son would die on a cross that me and you can be saved by the grace of God up that hill he went with his cross they nailed him to it he died three days later well don't let me get ahead of myself but he died 
His body went to the tomb. His spirit went into the hands of the Father. Amen. Say, and his soul went to the heart of the earth. Three days later, his body, soul, and spirit were reunited. And Jesus, our high priest, ascended to heaven. Thank God the blood's been placed on the mercy seat. Thank God then he sat down. Amen. But that wasn't all. 2,000 years later, amen. He come to an old fashioned independent Baptist church. Thank God on my way to hell. Up without God. A cooler full of beer in the back of my truck, liquor on my breath. Walked up in that place. And guess what Jesus done did again? He done left heaven and came down to that church. Amen. Walked up and convicted me. And I got saved by the grace of God. He has went the distance for me and you. The distance that he'd go in saving us. I wouldn't dare go to a bar trying to witness to somebody. You won't catch me in a pool hall with my hat turned around backwards. You won't catch me in the beer joints trying to, you might see me in the parking lot, but you won't see me inside participating with them sinners. But I tell you, I'm glad I got a God. Amen. He'll go in there, won't compromise his holiness. He won't have to drop a standard one. Walk up in there and convict somebody. I'll never forget before I got saved, Brother Grabley. I was at a party one night and I'm ashamed of it. it was midnight and on one of the wickedest radio stations at that time at midnight they started singing a gospel song I'll fly away here I am amen we done partied and God the Holy Ghost done showed up at a party thank God I knew better than what I was doing you say I don't believe that what you gonna do with Nebuchadnezzar when God showed up and put a hand right on the wall right in the middle of one of the biggest parties of the world's ever seen He'll go to your lost loved one. He'll go to your sons. He'll go to your daughters. He'll go to your family. He'll go to your church. He'll go wherever you need him to go tonight. He's greater by far. He'll go the distance. Oh, neighbor, we tried to win them and they turn us down. Tried to talk to them about Jesus and they'd turn us down. Hey Amen. Some of you begged your sons and daughters to get right with God. You've cried yourself to sleep. You've stained these altars with your tears. You can't get to them. Hey Amen. Seems like the closer you try to get to them, the colder they get to you. Well, I got good news for you. I know a man who can. I know a man who can melt the ice off that cold heart. He can knock the pride out of that holy heart. I know a man. Hey Amen to God. That specializes in them hard situations, in them impossible situations. I know a man that can save your family, that can revive your church. He's greater by far. He'll go the distance. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. I'll testify to this. If he can save me, he can save anybody by the grace of God. I don't want to magnify sin in my life. I don't want to glorify sin in my life. I'm ashamed of everything I was before I got saved. These things I don't want nobody knowing about. I don't want my children, don't want my wife, don't want y'all knowing about. Amen, but I'm gonna tell you when a sinner can walk up to somebody and talk about you behind their back and say, you know what, I ain't saved. I don't know God, don't claim to know God, but old John, when he got it, he got it. Thank God I'm telling you, I didn't get born in the smoke. 
I got born in a fire and neighbor I still believe that when God saves a sinner he's going all the way with them he's going to change it for time and eternity and save you by the grace of God greater by far go the distance on the saving grace of God I won't labor this one too much, but he, he'll go the distance in supplying the needs for his people. Now, we always talk about the finances, and it's really good to be financially secure. Amen, but I'm not gonna labor that tonight. Thank God, there's so many more needs outside of finances. Thank God, I'm to you need comfort, he'll give you comfort. You need peace, he'll give you peace. You need grace, he'll give you grace. I really like exalting Christ. I'm telling you, there's liberty how to make much of Jesus. Let's don't forget, he's the main thing anyways. He's the center part of heaven. He ought to be the center part of the church and the center part of our services. Thank God he'll supply the need. You got any rivers you think are uncrossable? Any mountains you don't think you can tunnel through? He's greater by far. He'll go the distance. Thank God, yes. But then nextly, Number ten, I'm not really going to expound these verses. If that's okay with you, I just want to give you the thoughts that are on my heart. He's greater by far to go the distance. But number two, he's greater by fire. He's able to deliver. Praise God. I can't, I can't help but think about old Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego right there. <laughs> Woo! Amen to God. I tell you what a story, what a testimony. Amen. I'm talking about they heated that furnace up seven times hotter than it was. They told them, oh, oh, oh they said, you're going to have to bow down to the golden image and you're going to have to worship when the music's played. Amen. And when everybody else bowed down, it wasn't a planned out thing. Old Shadrach looked over, there's Meshach, there's Abednego. They didn't plan it out, it just happened. They was the only three standing. And I'm glad in the fiery trials of your life, God will let you know who your real friends are. He'll let you know while everybody else is bowing down. Amen. Who you can stand with, who you can stand for. He's greater by fire. He's able to deliver the. Yes, them old boys said, "Hey, you can play your Hank Williams Jr. and your Merle Haggard and your Ricky Skaggs, and you you can play your Def Leppard and all that junk all you want to. That music ain't moving us. We made up our minds a long time ago. And by the way, I'd rather hear a fat baby burp as I would that rap music any day. Say, man, right there. Thank God. Hey, better they said, oh King. They said, but if not, you know what they're saying? They're saying, King, we've been through enough to know that he'll be enough for us. You do what you want to with us. We're gonna stay with God. We ain't worshiping your monument. We ain't worshiping your gold. We ain't worshiping you. God has taken care of us through this captivity. Has not God took care of you thus far as some of you were in your death? That God ain't gonna come through. Good neighbor, I got news for you. If he's made it this far, he'll make it the rest of the way. Oh, and I wish I wouldn't have blowed my throat out this morning and I'd get me some liberty. Eat too much lunch and preach too hard this morning. Try to come back and preach like that again tonight. But I give her my best, all right. There they are. That king said, all right, bind them up. Hey, man, they bound them up, turned the heat up on the furnace. Hey, you better watch it. The closer we get to the coming of the Lord, the devil's gonna turn the heat up. He gonna try to burn your Bible out of your hand, burn your beliefs out of your heart. He gonna try to get you so tore up that you fall down and worship. Hey, man, the God. 
God. I tell you what, good voice to do every once in a while. Remind the devil where he's going. Hey man, I may have to go through fire up here, but I won't have to go through it down there. Shame, shame, shame! Up by the grace of God. So Brother Terry, here they go. I'd like to have been there for this, wouldn't you? I'm looking forward to when we do get to heaven. I'm going to make sure I speak to every Bible character I've read about or talked about, preached about. Ain't you? I, I really am. And I would ask Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how in the world was it? Hey, man, I mean, you got thrown in fire. And I can imagine them saying, well, when we got in there, we found out we wasn't by ourselves. You know what happened when they threw them in that fire? It didn't burn the britches. It didn't burn their shirts. It didn't burn their hoses. It didn't burn nothing but the bonds they had. And I'm gonna tell you what this world will do. It'll bind you up. And then the devil's gonna throw you in the fire. But don't worry about a thing. That fire's not designed to harm thee or to burn thee. That fire is designed to burn everything in our lives has got us bound up and liberate us. Now tell you what God did. God set that crowd free. It might be somebody in here tonight. You're bound up. Just wait till the fire comes. You will get liberated. And they didn't even have the smell of smoke on them. Of course, that'd disqualify some in our day now, wouldn't it? That old king looked down through yonder. He said, I, I, can, I can see him, man. I want to look at him. King, you know what's going on right here. I mean, you done made fun of God. You done defied them boys. You done stood against the wrong. I mean, our God is alive. He ain't like yours. Yours could be measured. Yours could be moved. I mean, yours was made. But ours can't be measured. He's the one that does the measuring. He can't be moved. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Thank God he hadn't been made. He's the one that does the making. He's greater by fire. He's able to deliver. He said, what in they three got thrown in yonder? What in the world? Who? That fourth man. Now, this amazes me, and I'm moving on. They didn't nobody have to tell him who that fourth man was. <laughs> I mean, when God shows up, He'll let every lost sinner in a building know who they are. I'll never forget that night I got saved. Hey, man, I was under conviction sitting on that pew, white knuckled on the back of that pew, and I looked at my buddy and I said, my goodness, if I go to the altar, will you? I said, you reckon they're talking to me? He said, I don't know. Hey, man, but there's somebody talking to me besides them preachers. And brother, I didn't have to ask nobody who that was to draw me to the altar. Who that was drawing me out of repentance. It was Jesus and the Holy Ghost. And brother, I tell you, when he shows up, he'll introduce himself. He won't let you go away scratching your head. Whether that was God or not, he'll let you know. He's greater, greater, greater. Greater by fire, he's able to deliver. Now, something amazing to me. <laughs> I'm gonna preach a whole message on this. Something, they just been through the fire. I'm fixing to preach on the subject. I'm glad I don't look like what I just went through. <laughs> hey, man, have you ever seen somebody just really go through it? 
And when they got through it, they didn't look like what they just went through. I was preaching the other night. There's a little old boy on the front row. Hey, man, had cancer, lost his hair. I mean, he looked rough, they said. I'm sitting there and I'm preaching to him. And I said, they say you had cancer. And man, you look rough and they didn't think he was gonna make it. They said, he said, nodded his head. I said, well, it don't look like there's ever been a thing wrong with me to you uh, to you to me. Because I wasn't there when he's going through it. And neighbor, that's the way God will do it for me and you. Oh, we may look like this. We're going down for the last count. We may look like in our spirit, this thing is over. Oh, but when he sends a fire and it gets up in there with us, neighbor, there'll be peace. There'll be joy. There'll be deliverance. It's coming, neighbor. Don't turn your back on God. Don't quit. How great power. He's greater. Hallelujah. Storms, valleys, trials, he's greater. Number three tonight, he's greater by flesh. Let's take a moment and look at his deity just for a brief minute. Hey, hey the Bible said we, 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 we dare not make the mistake of comparing ourselves among ourselves. Ain't that right? Because in one in comparing yourselves among yourselves, you're gonna one thing's gonna lead to the next. Let's just say me and you go me and you go to comparing each other. I compare the Jubilee to the camp meeting. Ministry to ministry. It ain't gonna be long uh, that one of us is liable to get critical because we've been compared. And then when we go to getting critical, then the next thing it's gonna lead to is a competition. And I'm not in competition with you. I'm not in competition with your ministry, and you don't need to be with me or mine. Somebody say amen, right? Oh, but if we're going to do any kind of comparing tonight, amen, bypass all the brethren, bypass all the sisters, amen, bypass all the preacher's wives, bypass all the Sunday school teachers, bypass all the prison ministries, bypass all the evangelists, and let's just compare ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no comparison. I got to shut my mouth. I got to hold my tongue. I got to crawl up in an order words. He's greater, 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 greater. There's no comparison. Now, just a brief, brief, not even in-depth something that I want to say about Jesus because it is a pet peeve of mine. Like it, lump it, I don't care what you do with it. At least I'm honest. It's a burr under my saddle. These boys running around here saying that Jesus could sin. That's a bunch of hogwash and heresy and Tommy Rock. Hey, you believe Jesus could have sinned? You need to get in this order and get right with God. You need to study your Bible. Amen, he could not have sinned. If he could have, he still could. Amen, I heard a fella say one time, it's amazing to me, that's an old man like Jesus could have sinned, but he didn't. I said, you're wrong. Amen, you're wrong. It's amazing to me that he couldn't and he never was. Never, never, never. Superman had his kryptonite. Jesus ain't got none, son. And I, I ain't preached against the promise keepers in so long. I might ought to put a plug against them. Been a bunch of devils. 
Maybe that Blue John preached out of them. Hey, God was keeping promises for them ignorant, liberal, compromising. Hey, man, on ecumenical devils was ever burped up out of pits of hell. Somebody say amen right there. I just, I'm getting a blast from a past. I'm preaching against stuff tonight. I ain't preaching against years. Y'all just keep on. Preaching's gonna be like burping tonight. Whatever comes up's gonna come out, all right? Amen. I'm telling you right now, they said Jesus was failing. That many had tendencies of sodomites. That crowd's going to hell without God. He didn't have no desire for men. He didn't have that flesh and desire for women. But he never had to get right with God. He never got saved. He never got born again. You want to know why? He was a God man. He didn't need to be saved. He didn't need to be born again. He didn't have to get right with God. He was God in perfect unity with the Trinity. Can I get a witness right there? the first and the last Adam, if we dare to compare, let's compare them to. Seems as if they're put in those verses for a reason, so let's check it out. Simple. The first Adam was a living soul. The second Adam was a quickening spirit. There is a big difference. A living soul is a life taker. A quickening spirit is a life giver. If you got life today, you took it from somebody. Now, I'm not talking about murder. I'm not talking about killing somebody. I'm talking about somebody gave you the gift of life. Amen. That God may have used your mom and daddy to get you here on planet Earth, but it was God that put them here, and it was God that designed that business, and it was God that gave you your physical life. Can I get an amen right there? I can't give you eternal life. I can speak in tongues, do cartwheels. Like Benny, you ain't gonna get nothing. That's right. Except broke in your bank account. Can I get a witness? But Jesus, the quickening spirit, oh, that's a life giver. That's the difference. Oh, I'm gonna get hung up. I gotta move on. Help me, Jesus. He could not have sinned. When John the beloved in the book of John laid his head, one verse says he laid his head on the bosom and the next verse says he laid his head on his breast. That laying his head on the bosom, that bosom is the inward part. That's the deity of God. Amen. The breast was the outward part. That's the manhood of God. He's 100% man and 100% God, yet all God together. Amen. I don't understand how they got all that God in that body and it not blow up. But what we see in Luke chapter number nine on the mountain of transfiguration, and Jesus give them old boys Peter, James and John a glimpse of the future now they didn't see the walls of Jasper the gates of Pearl they didn't see the mansions I'll tell you what they seen they seen God turn Jesus inside out and they seen the light that was gonna light heaven amen he's greater by flesh he is the deified glorified the son of God Amen. Well, let's hasten on. Next, we'll study. He's greater by faith. He won't deceive you, nor let you down. You can trust every word of God. Matter of fact, I have, how many of you in the building are saved tonight? Raise your hand. Hey, saved and know it, glory to God. Do you know what we did? Yes, we were convicted. Yes, we were drawn. Oh, but then there's the free will of man that God will never violate. 
Just well say amen right there. That's one place I'd love to park at. He'll never violate it. You can say yes or you can say no to Jesus. You go to hell. It'll be because you chose to go to hell. No, it ain't because you saved yourself. It's because you called on God and God saved your soul. But it's greater by faith. But you know what those of us that have done that are saved tonight, we literally took everything we've got. The Bible said casting all your care on him. And the moment we submitted to the Lordship of Christ and the saving grace of God, we put our eternal destiny of our soul, lock, stock, and barrel, not on a feeling, not on our hair standing up, but our faith that is in this Bible. Amen. Hey, I'm gonna be in heaven a million years from now because I put my faith in the word of God. Amen. I'm not, hey, I can't get my assurance from you and you can't get yours from me. But I'm glad, thank God, you can get it from the word of God. Now, here we are again tonight. I mentioned it this morning about the assurance of salvation. So I'm confident somebody's struggling and I want to be a friend to you. You don't have to live in misery wondering whether you're saved or not. You can know that you know that you know he's greater by faith. He will not deceive you. I know I'm saved because the Bible says I am. I know I'm saved because the Holy Ghost says I am. I know I'm saved because I love the brother Sammy preached it everywhere he went for years. I know I'm saved because I love the brethren. I know I'm saved because there's fellowship between the brethren. I got a burden for sinners. God's answered prayer. He's greater by faith. He will not let you down. Next Sunday night, he's greater. He's greater by friendship. Oh yes. He's greater by friendship. He'll be there. He'll be there. Go over to God. He's there when we got saved, was he not? Yes. He's been there. He's here tonight. Greater love hath no man than this. Then a man lay down his life for his friends. He's been here. He's he he's greater by friendship. He and I repeat myself, he will not let you down. He's the greatest friend I've ever had. He's the best friend I've ever had. He's the sweetest friend I've ever had, the strongest friend I've ever had, the most sensitive friend I've ever had. Never, nobody ever cared for me like Jesus. Nobody ever loved me like he does. Nobody ever loved you. Hey, man, he's greater. Hey, you think this world's gonna be a friend to you when Jim Beam and Jack Daniels is done with you, they gonna throw you in a ditch. When fornication's done with you, they gonna throw you in a ditch. They'll do you like they did that old, except for the good Samaritan came by and religion will pass you up. The priest may pass you up. I'm and Jesus will not leave you like he found you. He is without a doubt the best friend that I've ever had. Hallelujah. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. Lady got worried one day. She called the preacher. It's been back years ago. And she said, preacher, I'm scared of dying. I believe I'm going to die. Preacher looked at her and said, are you scared of dying? She said, yes. He said, well, let me ask you, did God give you grace to get saved by? She said, yes. Did God give you grace to say goodbye to your husband after you had all them youngins? She said, yes, when he died. God, give me grace. 
He said, did God give you grace to pray all your boys through the war by? She said, yes, he did. He said, I'm gonna tell you why you're scared of dying. She said, why is that? He said, cause you ain't dying. He said, God gave you grace when you're going through what you needed. He looked at her and said, that dying hour ever comes. I promise you the grace of God will be there. And neighbor, I, I may be a little bit of scared of dying right now. You wanna know why? Cause I don't believe I'm dying just yet. Uh, brother, I've been there when they got saved. I was there when I got saved. I'll never forget, boy, they've been a few times. I've been to the deathbed of a dying saint of God. And brother God just flooded that room up with his presence. Hey, man, he's greater by friendship. He's not gonna leave us hanging at the end of the journey. He's gonna carry us all the way through. Next, Lieutenant, I'm done. He's greater by faithfulness. He's dedicated. <laughs> he finished what he said he was going to. He's faithful to us. I pray it every day. God, help me to be a fraction as faithful to you as you have been to me. Old Wheeler put it right, didn't he? I've not always been faithful, but he has. God is faithful. He ain't never gave up. He ain't never quit. And he ain't gonna start now. He's greater by faithfulness. You don't know what tomorrow holds, I'll guarantee you one thing, Jesus holds it. Our pianist organist to come tonight, my last point is he is greater by finish. He said, he did what he said he was going to do. It is finished. That's enough. That's all we need. He said it's finished. That's it. You know, the most amazing thing to me about Jesus finishing his work here on earth, the cross lasted six grueling hours. There were Two different time frames of those six hours. First three hours, there was light. Last three hours, there was night. And the greatest work ever known to man got finished in the dark. Y'all can begin playing wherever you're ready. And the way I see it, church, if God can finish, I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the greatest work is Calvary. That's it, that's the masterpiece of God. The greatest display of the judgment of God wasn't when he flooded the world. Wasn't when he created hell. Wasn't when he kicked the devil out of heaven. It won't even be the lake of fire or the great white throne judgment. That is not the greatest display of the judgment of God. The greatest display of the judgment of Almighty God happened when the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God when he spared not his own son, when he, when he bruised his own son and he smote his own son. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He was smitten of God. Pilate can't take credit for Calvary. Herod can't take credit for Calvary. That was God's business, good neighbor. But the greatest display of the love of God 
It wasn't when he clothed and forgave Adam and Eve. It wasn't when he gave the sons of Korah a song to sing after their parents had rebelled and went to hell without God. It uh, really, I don't think it was even when he saved me or you. I don't think the greatest display of the love of God is going to be us living in a mansion forever on the street of gold, gates of pearl, walls of jasper. I think if you want to know what the greatest display of love is, go to Calvary, neighbor. No greater display of the love of God nor the judgment of God. And I submit to you tonight as we stand all over the building, if you need to come tonight, you need to get some help from God, please come. I repeat myself. If the greatest work ever known to man was completed in the dark, how much more should we be going after it and doing the will of God? Fathers, the pastor comes. Thank you for good liberty to preach both services today. I love you with all my heart, and I bless these few that are coming tonight. Pray you'd breathe on them. Bless them. Help the church. Revive your church. Pray you bless the pastor and the invitation in Christ's name. Amen.